Good evening, and uh, let's continue to address the questions which we received the last week. May I connect my hammock to a tree and use it on Shabbos? There's a that you cannot be mishtamash with a tree. You cannot use a tree. Not only you cannot put on stuff on top of the tree, but you cannot also not use the side of the tree. That means you cannot lean on the tree, lean a ladder on the tree, etc. So therefore, if you take your hammock and you connect it to a tree, you cannot use it on Shabbos because you are mishtamash with the tree. The solution to this is, the law is that if it's tzidai tzidudim, you are permitted to use it. What does it mean tzidai tzidudim? If you put, in an, an, you put a nail into the tree, or a hook, or a chain, and then you connect the hammock to that hook, which basically the hammock is connected to the hook, which the hook is connected to the tree, that's called tzidai tzidudim. It's not direct on the tree, it's on a thing which is connected to the tree, and that's permitted. So therefore, if you want to connect a hammock to a tree, you have to first put in a nail or some kind of hook, and then connect the hammock to that hook, and then you can use it on Shabbos. Next question. May I buy salmon fish at Casco? The logic is that you cannot buy any fish if it doesn't have simonum. It has to have fins, scales, that you know it's a kosher fish. So if you buy bakasco, fillet salmon fish, which basically has no skin on it, you cannot buy it. Because maybe it's not a kosher fish. Because there are some fish, non-kosher fish, which they could give some kind of food to eat and it becomes turns pink. So because the fish which you buy is pink, it's not necessarily it is salmon fish. So therefore, if it doesn't have the simonum, you cannot buy that fish because it might be an unkosher fish which was colored. If it has the skin on it, so you see it has the simonum, or sometimes they leave only a patch, that will also be enough because you could see on the patch the simonum. So therefore, you could buy it because it has the simonum, you know it's a salmon fish. But you have to make sure when you come home to wash it very well. Because the same knife which they caught the salmon fish, they might, might have caught non-kosher fish too. And it is fatty, so the shimon, the fat from non-kosher food, will be connected in, and, and stay on the, on the salmon fish. So therefore, when you come home, you have to wash it very well, that if there is any kind of fat which stayed from an unkosher fish, will come, come out, will come down. You could rely buying it and then wash it at home. Since the Altarebbe writes in El Chaspeisech that anything which is the derech, it's the custom to wash it when you come home. So therefore, 
I am I ha, I'm not afraid that you are you're gonna forget to wash it so since fish is the custom people when they buy fish they get fish before they cook it they wash it so therefore it's a custom to wash it then we are not afraid you're gonna get it so then you could rely on it buying it at Casco and make sure to wash it very well next question may I drink a coffee in a Goishi gas station that has Cholivisrul this question is a very important question there's a lot of gas stations which, which belongs to Goyim and they know there's a lot of Jewish people customers stopping by for instance at the Palisades the Thruway so therefore they buy Cholivisrul in order to accommodate the Jewish customers now the question is if I could take a coffee and use this Cholivis rule which it's in the store the answer is if it is a closed bottle and you open it or at least you see when somebody else opens it you could use it but if you didn't see who opens it and when you come it's an open bottle you cannot use it because there's a big Mechroikis at the if we are a Choyshet if we are afraid that a goy will change a kosher food with a non-kosher food some Roshonim hold that if he doesn't gain anything by changing we, have, we are not afraid he will change it and therefore you could rely it's kosher since it, is, it looks like kosher and you know it's a kosher food and only you're afraid maybe he exchanged it when you didn't see you don't have to rely on it since basically you he doesn't gain anything other points other showing him hold no even if he doesn't gain we have to be choyshe that maybe he will change it so this is the machroikas if he doesn't gain if he gains by changing everybody agrees we have a chashat and we are choyshe that he might change it because he could gain he wants to have the kosher food so and he gains by having the non by the kosher food so he might take for himself the kosher food and put over there let's say the non-kosher food for instance he might take a kosher piece of meat and putting over there a non-kosher meat so by us in our situation when he could buy non-kosher milk which costs a fraction of kosher milk so why should he buy a kosher milk and pay more when he could buy an unkosher milk and refill the kosher bottle with an unkosher milk and he gains a lot so therefore if it's an open bottle we have to be choshet that basically he took the non-kosher milk and filled up the empty kosher bottle and he says that people should is we cannot rely on him and on the bottle so therefore if it's an open bottle we have a chashad that he changed it with non-kosher milk and you cannot buy it but if you open the bottle or you see somebody else is opening the bottle so then we know for sure it was a sealed bottle and you opened it then you could use it and it's halavis rule but if not you should not use shosha milk and it might be really problematic next question from what time can we make early shabbos 
And what is the luchas that we need to know? Shekhanorich, we have that you can make Shabbos and a woman could light Shabbos candles from Plaga Mincha. Plaga Mincha means from an hour and a quarter before the Shkia. That's according to the Alter Rebbe An hour and a quarter before the Shkia is Plaga Mincha. So therefore, after Plaga Mincha, she could light candles and the husband could be Mechavel Shabbos from Plaga Mincha and make early Shabbos. Before, if she light, lit the candles before Plaga Mincha, that is as if she didn't light candles and she has to light again with a bracha. So again, from when could we start making early Shabbos? From what time? From Plaga Mincha, an hour and a quarter before the Shkia. Now what halachas do we need to know when you make early Shabbos? First of all, we need to know that if you make early Shabbos, you don't have Shabbos after Plaga Mincha, you have to have Mincha before Plaga Mincha. That means Mincha should be before Plaga Mincha and Kabbalah Shabbos should be after Plaga Mincha. Or Mincha should be before the Shkia and Kabbalah Shabbos should be after the Shkia. Because we have a Machloikas in Gemurah, the Chachumum and Rabida from when you could have Meirev. Rabida holds from Plaga Mincha you could have Meirev, but you cannot have Mincha anymore. And the Chachumum holds you could have Mincha till at night and you cannot have Meirev before night. So we could go according to either of the Peshittas, according to Rabida or according to Chachumah. But you cannot make Tarta de Sosra. That means two things which is basically two different Shittas. So if you have Mincha before Plaga Mincha, then you could be Mechaba Shabbos after Plaga Mincha. But if you have Mincha after Plaga Mincha, so basically you rely on the Chachumah. Because according to the Bida, after Plaga Mincha, you cannot have Mincha anymore. So since you rely on the Chachumim, you have to daven Meirev after the Shkia. So again, if you daven Mincha before Plaga Mincha, you can daven Mincha Kabbalah Shabbos after Plaga Mincha. But, but if you daven Mincha only after Plaga Mincha, you have to wait for Meirev in Kabbalah Shabbos only after the Shkia. It shouldn't be Tarte the Sosra. But it doesn't have to be every Shabbos the same. That means you could make one Shabbos like Rebide and one Shabbos like the Chachumah. But you cannot be in one Shabbos should be Tarte de Sosra. Another law we have, you have to know is that the women have a, a window of not a long time when they could lit, light candles. Because you cannot light candles before Plaga Mincha. So she has to light candles after Plaga Mincha. But she also cannot light candles after her husband is Makabal Shabbos by saying Mizbashilim Shabbos or Borchi. So once the husband says Kabul Shabbos Borchi, so by him is Shabbos already. He was Makabal Shabbos. And automatically his wife is also Shabbos. Because she goes according to the husband. So basically he she has to light candles after after Plagimencha but not later than the husband says Kabbalah Shabbos. So therefore, she has to make sure to know when in shul they are up to Barchi and light at the window of time from after Plaga Mincha till in the shul they will say Barchi. Another Allah which we have to know is that at least Lekit 
when it comes at night, you should eat again a kezayis of uh, challah because the Mugavrum writes that like tchila, you should eat a kezayis when it uh, when it comes night and the altar brings it down. So therefore, when it comes at night, try not to finish the seed everything in the mo- everything when it's still early, and you should eat a kezayis of challah when it's already after tesegechuvim. Another thing is very important to note that since you said Kriya Shema before Tzesach you have to say again Kriya Shema after Tzesach And make sure to make Kiddush before a half an hour of Tzesach. Because the law is, once you get to a half an hour before Tzesach you cannot start the Suda. So if you're going to waste your time after davening, before making Kiddush, and it will come in the half an hour before Tzasek Chuvim, you cannot make Kiddush anymore. You'll have to wait till after Tzasek Chuvim, say Kriyashma, and then make Kiddush. So therefore, make sure to make Kiddush right after you finish davening, before and half an hour of Tzasek Chuvim. These are basically the important dialogues which you need to know. But we have to note that basically, the Alter Rebbe writes in the Chivas, that Bachsidam, the meaning is not to make early Shabbos, and we daven Mayerev and uh, make Kriyashma and davening and the Suda only after Tzasek Chuvim. Now, of course, if it's important, you have to, if you have small children or Nachabaraz, you have to do it, that's something else. According to Allah, you could do it. But Bachsidam is a meaning that you shouldn't do it only if you have to. And you wait till Tzasek Chuvim, Yeromek early Shabbos. Next question. I blended an, an onion in a parva blender that they had cut with a fleshigan knife. What's the status of the blender? We know that when a person cuts an onion with a fleshigan knife, automatically the, the onion becomes fleshig. Now the question is, now you took the blender, which is a part of a blender, and you blended the onion, does the blender become fleshig or not? The answer is, it's a big machloik sachroinim. The mungavrum holds that yes, it becomes fleshig. And if you want to use it for parva, you have to kasher it. The even oizer holds, you don't need to do it, it doesn't become fleshig. Not by not, it doesn't become fleshig. From the Chavazdaz is also Mashma that he holds like the Even Oizer. So we have two shittas. The Mugavrum holds it becomes fleshig, the Even Oizer says it doesn't become fleshig. Now, Minigo Oilam is to be made like the Even Oizer and they, are, they, they don't cash the blender. That's the Minigo Oilam. Of course, if you want to be Mashma like the Mugavrum, to will of Brucha. But Lamaise Minigo Oilam is to be lenient and not kasher the blender, and it still stays powerful. Next question. Can I donate plasma to a non-Yiddish medical center? A non-Yiddish patient. A couple of years ago, we had a whole discussion in our journal, Oris Ruel, about donating bone marrow to the organizations which basically collect bone marrow, which most of them go to non-Eden. 
And over there, the question was two, two, two questions. First of all, if you are mechiv to give. Second of all, even if you're not mechiv to give, if you should give, if most of them will go to a non-Yiddish person. And Askumas of most poskimos that a chiev, no, there's no chiev. It's a good thing to do, but there's no chiev. A person is not machiev to, to put himself into a skana or even hurt himself for somebody else, even for other yid. Middas chasidas, of course you should do it. If you have the bow marrow, which is perfect uh, match, you should do it. And uh, of course, plasma, which there is almost no pain at all, only, you know, a st stuck of a needle, so you should do it, yes. But the question now is, should I do it for a hospital which basically has most of the patient non-Jews? The answer is yes. First of all, there's such thing as Ava. Because if you're going to start picking for whom to give and who not to give, the going will also start picking. And automatically, it will come and backfire by non-Jewish people. Second of all, most of the hospitals, even though you have non, most of them are non-Jewish people, there are also still Jewish patients. And most of the organizations which collect bone marrow or plasma or whatever it should be, have some percentage which will go to Jewish people also. So therefore, yes, you should donate plasma, blood, bone marrow to anyone who collects it because eventually it might benefit one way or other also Jewish people. Next question. I forgot to light a candle on Shabbos. Do I need to add a candle from now on also on Yom Tov? We know the Allah is if a, if a person forgot to light Shabbos candles, he needs to light from now on, add on another candle. That means if till now he, he lit eight candles, from now on you will lit, you will light every week an extra candle. Now the question is, if I lit all the candles, but I forgot one, by mistake one I didn't put on, do I need to add on or not? The answer is, there's a machloikas. Some poets can say that you should add on. And I would say, I would say most of the poets can say you should add on. That's the Prima Gudam, the Ali Rabba, the Derech Chaim. That even if you, if you forgot only one candle, you should add on. The Mishnah Breeder is making and says no. Only if you got at all to light candles. But if you forgot only to lit one candle, light one candle, then you don't have to add on a candle. The minigo oilam is that you are yes to add on a candle from now on, even only if you got to light one candle. That's the minigo oilam. But the poets can say that if it comes to a, to a person which is very, very poor, and every penny counts, and to add on from now on a candle, it will be a burden on his financial situation, then at least he should add down in kamut, in quantity. That means if from now, till now he used to light a candle which used to burn for three hours, he should put on now a candle for four hours. And he doesn't have to 
add on a new candle at all. But a kapunam, a skumasom, most poskum is that you should add on a candle even if you only forgot to put on one. Now, if you forgot to put on on Shabbos, should you add on also on Yontov? And vice versa, if you get, if you get on Yontov, for instance, for Shavuos, you forgot to light a candle or light all the candles, you need to add on also all the Shabbosam. Most of the poiskim say that you should add on once you put, you put, you forgot a candle, you should add on from all, every time when you put on candles. And basically the Maril, which is the Makar of this Halucha, does not mention Machal, Ner Shal Shabbos. He says Ner Shal Mitzvah. So that the same will be Ner Shal Yontem. It's also Ner Shal Mitzvah. And this is how the Mishnah Luchas Paskas, the Oznidbri, the Shalagamayr, that yes, if you got the light Shabbos candle, you should add on even on Yontov. The same will go also if you got on Yontov, you should add on on Shabbos. But the Rav Ozner, he says no. Only if you got to light Shabbos candles, then you should add on. We don't see such a thing in Yontov. So, so if you forgot on Yontov, you don't have to add on on Shabbos. But again, Askumas of Moses Poskim, that once you forget, you add on, you add on to all the, all the time when you're going to light candles. Okay, please join us next week for our next year and submit your shalas to inbox at anash.org. Again, inbox at anash.org. Good night.